podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. podcast with myself Gary and Ant. How are you doing mate? You alright? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, thanks you. Hi, not bad mate. Not bad. Thanks for asking. Um, right, so uh, obviously recording on a on a Tuesday evening, coming off the back of the uh, Spurs-Man City Cup final. Um, Want to get your thoughts on that Ant? How do you think that went? Um, It wasn't a great game. It wasn't the, the best of games I suppose, but City were I mean, as I said last week, didn't we, when we were talking about the ESL, I thought City were in comfortably and it was as comfortable as a 1-0 as a, as a 1-0 could be. I was disappointed with Spurs. Um, I didn't think they tried to attack as as much as what they should have done. Listen, it's a cup final, you know, it's 11 on 11, anything can happen. And it was it was like a, it was like a Jose Mourinho-style Spurs performance where they just, they just didn't attack. It was it was weird. Um, it could have been any number for City in the first half. Um, you know, Foden had a really good chance um, tipped onto the post. I think it was, I think it was one of the centre-halves, I can't remember which one it was. Might have been Alderweireld, um, who, to be honest, was probably the best player on the pitch. He was excellent. Um, oh, the defence was a shambles, there was, was there were so many chances. I was, dis- I was really disappointed. I thought with Ryan Mason, you know, being in charge, it's, it's, it's probably the, the, the Annie Cup final he'll manage especially you know he'll not get that job full time it's probably one of the you know the first big game of his football and career and of his managerial football and career and for me got it a bit wrong um you know i would have played kane instead of probably instead of lucas moira or something like that and i would have played the, the big three up front so to speak um i thought harry kane played all right considering he's come back from injury um thought he looked good thought larice was excellent in goal thought they defended for probably 82 minutes to defend it brilliantly well but yeah City eventually they were always going to score even if it had gone extra time City were always going to score and um, it took a good header from Laporte you know it was it was nicely done nice finish but it, for a cup final it, it probably flattered to deceive a little bit for, for me and it's kind of the way City go where they try and break teams down and eventually they do score but it would have been nice to have seen, you know, a few more goals. Uh, it was quite a dull game, wasn't it? I mean, there wasn't really much going on in it. Um, then obviously uh, Laporte got the goal, but you know there was talk that he should have been sent off as well. So interesting. But um, did did you see Jamie Carragher as well? Like he was scared on the uh, Spurs team, like literally leered into Serge Aurier and said he he's not even good enough for a Sunday league team. That was pretty intense. Who but, said that? Sorry, Gary. Jamie Carragher. Uh, properly laid into him and said uh, Serge Aurier isn't good enough to play in a Sunday league team. TL, um, <laughs> ah, he's he's hard. Um, I, I don't I don't mind Aurier. I think he's all right. Um, I, I think there's better right backs than him. Um, you know, I think there's a lot better right backs than him. I think for me, Spurs defensively, the full backs like to go forward. They don't like defending, and you probably need for that a, a very good 
centre-half pairing where, as I say, I thought Alderweireld was fantastic, but I would have probably not gone with Dyer, although Dyer actually played very, very well. Um, but, yeah, Aurier, he, he's, he, he's, a, he's a walking yellow card, isn't he, all the time? But <laughs> I don't mind him, actually. I, I, kinda, I think that's a bit harsh on Jamie Carragher. I think that's, that's not a very nice thing to say, that. Um, and I think we need, I think kind of you need to, you know, listen to professional footballer, so... Aye, I mean... Let's, I mean, with Spurs and stuff... Be a bit more respectful, I think, for that. Uh, they have to be a bit more, like... I think the the scathing with Spurs, I mean, obviously it happened a couple of weeks ago as well with Redknapp and uh, Keane, didn't it? Laying into them and stuff. I do honestly think, though, if I'm being honest, I do think that Spurs really do need a rebuild because that team just isn't good enough to challenge for a title, which ultimately is what they want to do. The defence needs an absolute rebuild. I'm not really sold on some of the midfield, to be honest. I think they need, like... like what's happened to Steven Bergvine? Like, he looked all right. But, like... Lucas Moura, hitty missy, mm-hmm. Lo Celso hasn't really had the impact which you'd want him to, considering how much they paid for him. Ah, he's been poor, hasn't he? I, uh, I mean, their best midfielder, but it's probably been Ndombele. Yeah, he's been. I think Ndombele's right. had a good season. I do. I, I, I quite like him. Um, they need someone in in that midfield. They miss Christian Eriksen for me. I think Spurs, but but for me, they've got to put Deli Ali back in as well. They've got to find a way of getting Deli Ali in. Um, but did, did Deli Ali even reach her in the cup final? Was I he don't think so. No, 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 he didn't. Um, they've got to find a way of of getting him in. For me, if you're not good defensively, you need to be very good attacking. And for Spurs to leave, you know, Ali and Bale out. It's just for me, it invited too much pressure on them. Um, the, I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to win the the midfield battle, and they were trying to like kind of you know, they were trying to sort of. I think they were trying to you know get a kind of counter attack going, get Sun going down the wing. Um, it didn't work, and you know they lost a lot, but they lost comfortably, and that's I think that's what will, will probably upset a lot of Tottenham fans that they didn't particularly go there and, and give it give it everything, you know, that didn't really give City much many scares. I mean, you know, City had, you know, the second choice goalkeeper in goal. Aye, Stefan. Barely had yeah, he barely had a save to make. Aye. You know, so you know and and he was probably at fault last week in the FA Cup game. So, you know, his confidence would have been battered. Um yeah, it was just a strange performance from them and it's it's like you say with Birdman, he's fallen off a cliff, hasn't it? I think obviously he he's must, been he he's been badly injured, hasn't yeah, he? He must be injured um, because he, but, look, he yeah, looked all right. Strange. To be fair, Birdman, uh, like you look like what they needed. They needed a pacey winger, um, but like there was just there was no battle whatsoever because they were in a cup final. There's, there was no battle whatsoever. And I don't think that's a criticism of how Ryan Mason lined the team up. I think the team is just, like, I don't want to use the words age because there is young talent in there, but, like, the time's done. I just think that they need a massive rebuild. I think they need to get themselves a solid centre-back partnership, even yeah. though Alderweireld did have a very good game. Um, But he doesn't have a good game every game. Neither does Davison Sanchez. Neither does Eric, Eric Dyer. There's just there's so much inconsistency in mm-hmm. that team that the the need 
They need to rebuild that team and need some core players. And you know what? They're going to have to find themselves a really good forward as well this this summer because I don't want to see Kane staying there. Nah, Kane won't. Unless they get the Champions League, um, which they've got a chance to, but um, Chelsea winning on Saturday or Sunday, whatever they played, of Saturday, uh, that's kind of... You know, that's kind of derailed that. But West Ham lost, so they've got a chance because Liverpool dropped points as well, so they probably have got a chance. But he'll, if they don't get Champions League, he'll be gone. I, I, to be honest, he probably he might be gone anywhere. Um, I mean, he, Arthur, I reckon if they have a bad end of the season with the last few games, I can see Kane going. I can see someone trying to prize Son as well because like, mm-hmm. Son's better than Spurs at the moment, to be fair. Um, I think I think Lloris is going to take a big move because I do think I think they need a new keeper. I do think they really need a rebuild. Um, yeah, I would say they need rid of Lloris. He's 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 probably past his best now. They need a full back who can defend properly. Um, you know, Regillion's very good going forward, but he can't defend. So that that's his main that's his main problem. I would say they probably need a right back. Um, get rid of Trippier. I thought it was a mistake. I like Trippier. Um, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Definitely need they need someone in that midfield who's going to get them a lot of goals. Whether Deli Ali stays, it'll be him. But like I say, they haven't filled in the void that Ericsson left. Um, they tried with the cell soul. They've tried with Lamella. It hasn't worked. Um, for me, I don't think Bale will stay. No. So they'll have to sign another winger, um, and then they might have to they might have a gaping hole in the in the front line if Harry Kane's not there. But to be fair, Spurs hold all the aces for that because Spurs will just want 200, 250 million for him. So whatever they get, yeah, it's hard to replace Harry Kane, but they hold all the cards for that. So yeah. it'll be, um, it'll take an astronomical amount of money for Harry yeah. Kane to leave, I think. No, I, I, I agree with that unless, he, unless his agent forces are through and, you know, he goes AWOL. But I think Harry Kane is a sterling professional. Like, I don't think he would actually do that, if I'm being honest. Um, going back to what you were saying there about fullbacks who are good at going forward but can't defend, um, maybe a, a change of formation might work better in their favour. Playing how Liverpool play, you know, Trent Arnold and uh, Andy Robertson, like that could mm. work maybe in their favour. I def, I think I like to say about Regulion, like he's good at going forward, can't defend. Maybe you can work with that if you play like three centre backs and two wing backs and play him as a wing back. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can work that, but. You said you like Aurier. I mean, I don't think he's as bad as a Sunday League player. Yeah, um, he's not good enough. He's probably not good enough for the Champions League level. Yeah. But I think it's just disrespectful for Jamie Carragher to come out and say something like that, that he wouldn't get a game for a Sunday League team. I think that's quite, from a professional standpoint, I think that's quite disrespectful. And I don't think he's that, I don't think he's a great player. But, um, you know, he, he, it's it's for me, that's a little bit, Sly, uh, let's be honest. I think if someone said that about Jamie Carragher, or if someone said that about Steven Gerrard, it'd be a completely different story. Um, but it's not a nice thing to say. I think Spurs have, from you know, from a, a correspondence standpoint, I think they have been you know a target today because they haven't hit form. Um, but you know, see who they get in as coach because it's definitely not going to be Ryan Mason. I think Ryan Mason isn't ready for that job. I don't think he's ready to be an actual Premier League manager. I think he's too... No, of course not. He's, too he's not qualified. Yeah, he's too He's too humble, not qualified. Um, I, I think they need someone in who's going to kick some arses, to be honest, like, mm-hmm. um, and rebuild the team from the back upwards. Um, 
but that Spurs, I mean, we haven't even spoke about Man City. Man City absolutely dominated them, in all fairness. Like, Yeah, they were fantastic. They were, right. the, the, you know, and like I said, that could have been, it could have been five or six, and uh, you wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been in, like, kind of, you wouldn't have, it, it's, it's strange because City so many times blow teams away in a more clinical um, and I'm not sure with this false nine the play with you know De Bruyne was there, Sterling was there, and I think they need to just start playing a striker, you know, with um, maybe Jesus. They'll be they'll, I mean, they'll obviously be signing one in the summer with Aguero leaving. They'll have someone in mind, whether it's Erling Haaland, whether it's Harry Kane, whether it's you know whoever. Danny um, apparently. City, City were City were fantastic. I mean, Phil Foden again, superb. You know, absolutely magnificent. Um, he had a great game. Um, I thought at the back they were just so strong. Um, whenever Tottenham did try, you know, Diaz and Laporte. Laporte probably was looking to stay on the pitch. Um, you know, he, he got yellow carded and he probably should have been yellow carded beforehand. So, but, you know, listen, City will put, any team City put out is going to be great because that's what they've done. They've, they've done that over, over a couple of, way well, over a few years now. And to be fair to Pep, he's built... A tremendous legacy there, um, and I, what I really like about it, and this is this is with Spurs as well, but especially with City, who have won won the cup, won that cup, the League Cup for the last four seasons now, is how serious they take it. Yeah. Um, you know, the League Cup's always been a one where you know when Arsene Wenger was at was at Arsenal and he was you know playing it completely different eleven, and you look at the teams that Pep's put out in in that in that League Cup, nothing much has changed. Yeah. Um, and he's always you know, treated tre- tre- with respect, and they deserve to win it. You know, they, des- they deserve to win that trophy, and they deserve to win the- to win that trophy as many as, they ha- as as many times as that because they respect the competition. He could easily have done that. He could have played half a side because they've got um, PSG on Wednesday. But he's he's you know he wants to win trophies, and that's excellent. That you know it's a great attitude to have. Not many people have got the same attitude as Pep Guardiola, so. You know, fair play to him. You know, it'd be a sad day when when he decides to leave England. To be honest, he's been he's gave English football so much. You oh, know, he's, he's definitely one of the best coaches of like our our life, like like our yeah. life, lifehoods. You know what I mean? Like, I if he stays for as long as say, like you know, like uh, you know, for me, the best coach ever in in our lifetimes, Alex Ferguson. But if he yeah. stays for as long as Ferguson did at Man United at City, he will win an absolute boatload of trophies. Aye. I mean, it depends whether or not he, in his head he gets bored and thinks I've done everything I can do. Um, I don't think he's thinking like that. I think he's thinking he's going to build a new mould of a team here around Phil Foden. And you know what? Like, seeing the way Phil Foden's came on as a player is absolutely outstanding. Like, I look at him and I look at the way Mason Mounts came on for Chelsea. And mm-hmm. like, it's, like, it's like new age Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard in ways. Like we we we've got that competition there for for the young lads now to come into the England team and really like press on, um, which is class and like Phil Ford and like he's definitely going to get a first team number next season. You can tell he is, um, he's going to be the team is going to be built around him, in my honest opinion. Like going forward, fantastic talent, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ford at the minute. Is one of the best players in, in, in Britain and he's 20 year old. He's won, I think he's won six or eight titles already at City and he's 20. <laughs> you know what I mean? The world's, the world's his oyster, you know, the world's his oyster and 
he is probably the reason why England will go far in the Euros, you know, because he's so good. He's the future golden boy, like, and he de- oh, like, he's definitely... the, probably the golden boy now. Yeah, to be honest, but he can go wherever he wants. He wants to go. I really hope he doesn't get, you know, like as as much as you know, like like the Michael Owens of this world. Michael Owens was superb. We got like a bad knee injury. I really hope he doesn't get. You know, like a long-standing injury that sets him back. Yeah. Because he could be, he could be anything. Like he, he reminds us so much of watching like old videos of George Best. Aye. And he reminds that's us so much of George Best. That's Just he's got so much talent. Aye, exactly. That's such a great comparison. Like to be fair. Um, yeah. But I absolutely class. Like you know, like he had a lot of the plaudits as well from the the cup final as well, which was class. But um, question I'm going to pose to you, and in in relation to the final. Do you think that it would have been a different different game if Jose was in charge? Like the competitiveness of the game, do you think Spurs would have lined up differently against City? How do you think the mind games would have been between Pep and Jose? Do you think there would have been any there? Do you think there would have been passion on the line? Or I, I think it would have been exactly the same as what Ryan Mason put 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 out. You know, Jose would have gone. Jose would have probably gone wanted a replay and then forgot there wasn't a replay. To be honest, you know that's the way he is. That's the way Tottenham. That's the way Tottenham set up. That won't change until Tottenham get a full time manager. You know, Ryan Mason's only there till the end of the season till they find somebody, whoever it will be. You know, obviously, you know we we discussed this. Um, Last week we thought it might have been um, Nagelsmann, you know who you like, and and he's going to buy in. So right. there's one name out completely out. I would love to see Tottenham actually, you know, break the mold and go for someone like Eddie Howe, and yeah. give give someone like that a chance, you know, to you know to to see what he can do. Really, what do you think about? Um, but they'll, uh, they'll go for someone foreign and somebody you know who'll cost a lot of money and. Might bring them success, but what is success for Spurs? You know, as like what we said last week, is top four success. We're not winning any trophies for another what twelve, thirteen year. For me, that's not success. So it's it's up to them, really. What about Nuno from Wolves? There's talk that he could be leaving in the summer. Do you reckon they've made contact with him? So. Or... I don't think so. No, no. Um, I don't mind Nuno, but I think he's been found out this season, hasn't he? So. Um, help uh, you can blame that, that on them losing the you know the the, the talisman you know but he's hmm, it, he's been found I think he's been found I think his style of play has been found out anyway yeah I mean just to put an absolute wild card out there um Josh Low possibly yeah but but why not someone like like I say like why not someone like Eddie Howe yeah. who's done a fantastic job at, did a really really good job at Bournemouth yes he spent badly in his last couple of seasons and you know they ended up going down but he got them from nowhere to the Premier League you know and why not you know he's he's, he's you know he's well renowned he's a good coach mm. why not give someone like a chance you know why not why is why is none of these big sides Going with somebody like Sean Dyche, who's done wonders at Burnley and continues to do wonders at Burnley. Yeah. You know, he's got them. I mean, they don't spend money. And he's got them, you know, not just surviving, but competing. You know, yeah, they've had a bad season this season, but they're going to survive. They're going to stay up. Why not go English? You know, there's there's some good English coaches out there. And at one point, one of these, you know, so-called top sides has to take the risk. Look what Leicester have done with Brendan Rodgers. Right. And he's turned them into absolute machines. Yeah. You know, he's turned them into a force. He's got such a good chance to build a very, very good legacy there. And like he's got so, like a lot of good young talent at like Leicester, which he's bought. Obviously, he's bought for Farner and Castagne, but then he's got 
Madison and he's got Barnes and they've got the left back Luke Thomas coming through as well. Um, like he's done such a great job there, Rogers. I think he could do a great job at Spurs. You know, if Spurs decided to go for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you leave? Would you leave Leicester for Spurs though? Not right now. Now I'll, no, I I'll be relishing so, the project that's going on there. Would, the would you? Would you? Would you be? You know? Would you want to see that out? And you know, yeah. Would you want to see that out? And probably turn Leicester into a bigger force than Spurs, because at the minute they they are they're in the they're in the top four and they're probably going to make the top four. Mm-hmm. Why would you risk that for some a job that's not entirely safe? You look what happened with Jose Mourinho. How long was it? He was on he was only there seven eight months. Right. He's gone. What so that and then Brendan Rodgers probably can't afford to get sapped at another top side. That's probably what what's wrong with Brendan because he obviously got sacked at Liverpool he probably can't afford to get sacked at another big big club because that'll probably be it for him at the top echelons of football if you know what I mean uh, I would I would if I was him I would just say well right there we go play it smart play it smart I mean obviously he's been, he was linked with Arsenal wasn't he before Arteta as well so he's always in the hat for the big name jobs I think at one point he was linked with Barcelona as well um but we'll 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 see what happens with the Spurs job. I mean, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll run down the managerial candidates in another podcast. But um, we'll go on to our uh, next topic, which we said we discuss yeah. as well. Um, I want to say the European Super League, but it's more the demise of what was never going to be a Super League. <laughs> what do you make of what's gone on in the well, the seventy two hours which it was alive? Um, listen, you know, fan power, you know. Fan, fan power um, has finally done something. Listen, you know, if it wasn't for the fans, if it wasn't for everyone sticking together, this would have happened. Yeah. And I still think a, a lot of fans, um, a lot of like a lot of these fans need to be vigilant because it'll still happen. There'll there'll be some other there'll be some other way, and for like you know these owners to come out and say sorry, you know, like the Glaziers and uh, the Liverpool owner. Um, it kind of speaks a lot of, it kind of speaks, you know, some sentiments of how badly they got it wrong. Now, going forward, I really do believe that fans should be asked, you know, listen, there's people, I mean, I, you know, look, I, that's obviously, you know, I keep on saying I support Sunderland. Um, you know, I've got vested interest in Sunderland. I pay a lot of money to go to go and watch, but there's a lot of these, you know, top, you know, people who go to follow the team all over Europe and spend, you know, a shitload of money on them. Yeah. And that's the way they were trapped by the fans. You know what I mean? Aye. No, no, I mean, that, I know what you're saying there. Like, obviously, with the Cronkies and stuff saying they're going to come out and apologise, they've got it wrong. Like, why would you ever consider this in the first place? Like, imagine if the fans were in the stadium and there was no pandemic. Like, yeah. what would happen? <laughs> it's crazy, absolutely crazy. But you've got to wonder as well, like, what's actually happened for them all to turn around besides, obviously, fan power and go, oh, crap, like, we've definitely messed up here. Like, for them to all announce that they're leaving and then, obviously, the Italian teams did the same and then I think what was only... Has Barcelona announced they're leaving in Real Madrid yet? Well, I don't think Real Madrid have. Um, I think Barcelona is still... I think, I think Barcelona are on the on the 
oh, it's because they need the money, don't they, mate? You know, that's the problem with them both. They're, they're absolutely desperate for the money. And, uh, I mean, I think, you know, there's on, they're on about, you know, starting it with, with other sides now, aren't they? You know, Perez is saying, don't give up on it and all like Listen, mate, it's, it's dead in the water. Yeah. You know, and thank God it is because it would have been for me the end of football. And you know, it there's not there's only so much you can say about it. You know, I'm over the moon. It's 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 ended. You know, I'm over the moon that. But in in a way, there will be something else because a lot of these owners don't like what what's happening with the Champions League. To be fair, I mean the, the new Champions League schedule is shite as well. They need to find this happy this kind of happy medium where these teams aren't playing as much games. Why extend yeah. Champions League? It's For me, when the Champions League first started, it was for the champions. You know, make it just the champions winners or the first two or something like that. There's, there's probably too many teams in because, listen, it makes good television. It's It makes interesting television. It makes people a lot of money. But is it as exciting as it was five, ten years ago? Probably not. No, I, I agree with that. Like, I agree with that. Like, I remember back in the days, like, you know, like Man United and FC Bayern Cup final, like Champions League final. Like, they were the games which were exciting. Like, the, the, the format is, it needs to be revised, the format, because it's not fantastic. And I think Tuchel came out and said that uh, it's not great as well today. And, like, I don't think he's wrong. And I don't think a lot of other people who are going on about, it, like Gundogan, um, I think they're not wrong in that instance but this whole european super league was just such a bad idea and like thank god that it, it, it's resting pretty much in peace and in tatters and stuff because like fiorentino perez is just he's just a numpty like he is legitimately just a numpty and now he's saying that he could potentially be suing the clubs that were involved because they've signed a, a binding contract or something Yeah, um, but they've, they've all pulled out, so it, there's no good in him saying things like that, is there? You know, because it's it's done. It, obviously, there wasn't a binding contract because teams have, have thought that they're going to pull out. So yeah. it's, 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 it's it's the end of it, mate. Well, hopefully it is, mate, hopefully. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, going back to our podcast last week as well, like, to be fair, in regards to that, like, we, we were talking about this, obviously, when we weren't uh, recording, like, and it just came off to me. It's, like, proper, proper passionate. And, like, when we put it out there, mm-hmm. like, you know, two two lads who, what, I've known you since, what, I was, like, three, fa- three four, five years yeah, ago. Yeah, something like that, uh, yeah. Just literally talking, like, we were talking the pub. Um, came off class. When I put that out, like, we've had, so many streams of it so many which i was like so surprised by and then we've had some like really good feedback about that pod as well which uh just want to obviously mention like give give a shout out to a few people who have actually shared on their instagram um like our podcast and uh that you know it's great here like subs podcast shared uh football misfits podcast shared 433 podcast football as well like they shared our pod um and you know watch this space going forward we're going to do like some form of collaboration with them in the summer which would be class um but you know the the uh, esl is pretty much done isn't it so it is it is yeah rest in peace the esl
Podcast Network.